If I have to deny being a flat earther one more time on the air, I'm getting a little sick of it, to be honest with you. The shoe fits. (laughs) But you'll find out why, and maybe it's just me. Plus, a great round of Woods Big List today of what is a sound that makes you happy. Oh, that was awesome. And you know what? I even like the back-to-school prices right, because it's shocking how expensive back-to-school shopping is. Yeah, man, us parents out here, we got it hard in these streets. Man, you said it, brother. You hear it all right now on the podcast. Wood. We are doing Woods Big List, and we're asking you, what is a sound that instantly makes you happy? All right, Wood. You can kick it off, because I I know that yours is is awesome. And I, th- this, I, this sound, it, the second I hear it, I am instantly taken to a happy place. And I dare you to not smile hearing this. The ting-ting of a steel drum. Oh, yeah. Come on now. It's it's instant vacation in a sound. Right. Cuz you don't you don't blast this in like Idaho. How do you even play that thing? I have no I I the reason it got into me was I saw a guy making one. Oh cool. How and do you make one? It was things? wild. It was literally a steel drum bottom like he cut off and then had to like shape it and then like get the sound. It was really pretty interesting to watch but you're right to know like the different areas to hit on that yeah i wouldn't even understand and plus when those dudes are wailing come on man oh it's it's caribbean man oh do you 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 know that there is about to be a conga line to bust out at any point in time can i tell you a sound that makes me happy instantly Mm -hmm. i don't know if this will be a good sound of it well that sounds like the bluegill the other day when it broke down on that was supposed to be a boat motor passing by, but I don't know. What, I don't know what sound effect. That's honest to God. What the bluegill sound like the other day when it broke down on the water? It's funny you mentioned that because we had a texture text in and said, "Hey, uh, this one is for Kelly. It's absolutely a boat motor cranking up and sounding real good." I, uh, the sound of a boat going by to me. That you know what that is? That brings me back to childhood, sitting in the cabin in the summertime and just kind of saying, oh. And they're just going by outside. Way down the river or lake or wherever they're going. Yeah, Brian had that one texted in. Uh, Another one texted in. How about Bridget? Rain and thunder outside when you're inside. Oh, man, that's a good one, too. That is, that's very relaxing. I wish Uh, I had all these sound effects pulled up. Brian has a really good one. He texted this one in. It's the absolute quiet of nature. Like, if you go outside like a sunrise or something like that. Oh, yeah. I had another person texting something very similar. Uh, when I'm out hunting, just that absolute pure silence of just sitting there and waiting. I absolutely love that sound. I bet that. There's no sound. There's no quiet like that. I, just, I mean, there's a lot of good ones here uh, also rolling in here. Uh, how about this? The text message sound when I crush sends me a text message. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephanie <laughs> sent this one in. The dings and alarms on a slot machine when you nail a jackpot. Winning at the casino. Oh yeah, that is. I bet they. I bet they scientifically engineered that sound to like keep you coming back to addict you. Very similar. I love the sound of a casino. Like when I walk into a casino yeah. and you, there's a random yeah, people screaming <laughs> right. from the table over there and the the dings and everything. It sounds to me like fun. Heck yeah, it does. Hold on, let's see. This is maybe. Oh, it's a good sound effect, oh, Kelly. Oh, dynamite right there, yeah. <laughs> Takes me right back. Do you feel like you're in Vegas? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing this on the fly. Other text messages rolling in. The sound of my coffee maker in the morning. If that thing gets going, trust me, we're going to have a good day. Nice. I, this is insulting. For wood, the ding on a microwave when the pizza rolls are done. You laugh.
guess not. But you're not wrong. How about on an air fryer when they're done? <laughs> uh, how about the sound of the doorbell when I ordered food and I know that's it? Oh, that's good. That's actually a pretty good one. Well, here, let's... Oh, go ahead. Uh, and the, the last one here on the text message, again, I'm trying to get as many to them here as I can. That awesome noise when I skip a rock on a frozen lake. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it just how it... The, the boing, I believe yeah. I'm saying that right. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that? An onomatopoeia? When the word sounds like what it sounds like? The boing. Yeah. Uh, let, let's take a call and let's keep this going. 320-656-9453. What do you think? Cracking open. I, uh, we had a couple. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's solid. Especially after mowing the lawn or something like that. The sound of that cold beer cracking open, man, there's nothing like it. Or if you're about to let one loose with the boys. Yeah. There you go. That first yeah. beer of the night. Air, air conditioning in the truck when you have a hot day at the shop. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one, too, man. <sighs> All right, let's keep them going. Kelly and Wood in the morning. And we are doing Wood's Big List. Would you have asked us? What is a sound that instantly makes you happy? All right, we got someone sitting on hold. What's up? Uh, when you work on something all day, like a piece of equipment, and you hit the key the first time and it fires up and just runs great. Oh, I bet that's awesome. That's like a sound of accomplishment, you know? Right? I don't want to bring my HVAC school into question again. I've heard about it. But when I would work on an air conditioner, the sound of that condenser coming on, when I actually once in a while diagnosed the problem and fixed it. Oh, my. Oh, that was awesome, man. You're right on that one. Yeah, it's just a good feeling. Heck, yeah. Are you a mechanic, or what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, I work at a uh, tractor dealership. Good for you, man. Go get, go crank up some more of those engines today, all right? <laughs> All right, sounds good, thanks. Thank you, brother, and we appreciate it. Other ones coming in here, uh, how about cicadas? That just sounds like summer to me. Oh, man, I hate that sound. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, we're agree to disagree. Absolutely. Uh, how about some sports ones here? The knock of picking up a single spare in bowling, that... Just an awesome noise. Other people saying like a baseball bat crack in summer. Uh, Paul Allen's call of the Minneapolis Miracle. That's a really good one, too. You know what? Uh, you know what one gets me? Maybe this one is on there. Maybe I shouldn't say it. No, go ahead. When the sound when I went golfing with you that one time, mm -hmm. and one of you guys would actually connect with the ball well. That's a sweet sound. That was a great sound. And it's usually followed by that. Of it hitting a tree and coming back <laughs> at you. Uh, speaking of sports, we had a couple people text in something similar to this, but I'm, and it's a song, so maybe this is breaking the rules a little bit, but the first couple of ding ding dings of this song. Is it the Monday Night Football one? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. And then Hank Williams would come on. I bet for someone like you, this is. Oh, it, it takes me back, like, begging my dad to let me stay up, you know. Yeah. Let me stay up, if, especially if it was the Browns game. He let me stay up, like, halftime. I was already a, practically passed out at that point in time anyways. <laughs> uh, other people, how about Dalton, the crack of a fire? Oh, yes. Heck yeah. Especially if it's cold outside and you're inside. We we just built, a like, a bond bonfire pit in our backyard. Like I a, saw. Like a big gravel area. I cannot wait for fall to have some fires out there. That's going to be awesome. Uh, other people texting in, what about the sound of a motorcycle revving up? Makes me think of freedom. That's not bad out there as well. Uh, ooh, this is a good one, especially for like lately here. The jingle of an ice cream truck on a hot day. <laughs> there you go. Man, as a kid, that is like the noise you listen to, right? Uh, other people, how about when I was younger and I watched wrestling, the grass, uh, the glass breaking for Stone Cold? Uh, I, I'm not familiar with that. That was like one. his entrance music, like the glass would break and he would come out. Okay. And again, for someone who you would go see wrestling live, when you hear that or like the rocks, like if you smell, 
I bet the crowd would just go nuts. I, that that is like a surge of energy. Yeah, that oh, is. That's cool. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Darn near unlike anything else. Uh, other, there's a really popular one, like a hundred people have texted. I know we've got a caller on hold that has that one as well. Right. So I won't get to that one. But other people saying uh, the sound of crop dusters flying over. I think any like small plane sounds cool. Man, there is a plane that I've seen since I was a kid on Highway 10 spraying the crops out there. And I still see, I don't know if it's the same plane. It's a yellow plane out there. And it is so crazy to see that crop duster still. I mean, since I was probably 10 years old, I've been seeing that thing out there. Just coming through. What a cool, what a awesome job yeah uh turkey gobble at the first light when you're sitting on the ground with your back against a tree i Uh, guess it's not a good sound for the turkey (laughs) the gunshot but it could be yours Uh, how about a bird singing that's a really good one here from jackie as well so really good ones rolling in our sound of a hockey puck hitting the boards i like that one too all right uh but see every time we do woods big list we could keep this going for hours Mm -hmm. we get so many but unfortunately time constraints would what happens but we got someone sitting on hold wants to do one what do you think um a baby's giggle that's a solid one. My daughter's yes. laugh, I swear to you, is the greatest sound on the planet. Absolutely. Makes you know whatever you've done wrong in life, it's worth it because you got to where you're at. Kelly and Wood. We have your trash flash coming up in just a couple of minutes with Kelly and Wood in the morning. And Wood, speaking about trashy, we got to go to Wisconsin for this one. All right. Whenever a world record is broke in the Midwest, I feel like it deserves our attention. Without a doubt. Well, that's what happened at Wenzel's Farm in Marshfield, Wisconsin. They recently set a Guinness World Record over there for, not cheese, but the longest meat stick. Okay. Get your mind out of the gutter. You know exactly what I mean by meat stick. Mm -hmm. I maybe could have phrased it better. (laughs) Well, they have it written down as meat snack stick. I don't think that's any better at all. That's not better, actually. Well, all right. This thing measured 314 feet long. It was unveiled at the farm's 75th anniversary celebration. The world, the Guinness Book of World Record, it was on hand because they have to be if you're going to try and break a record. Right, they don't just take your word for it. And now they hold the record for the longest mm-hmm. piece of meat stick. That's worse. I, why can't I say that? Without, Congrats. It's, you're the one who's doing it. I've literally said nothing. <laughs> yeah, people can't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll look this way and yeah. tell the rest of the story. My eyebrows are about touching the ceiling in here, but that's anyway, okay. Anyway, congratulations to Wenzel's Farm in Marshfield, Wisconsin, for having the largest meat stick in the world. Oh, my. Well, <laughs> what was it? I mean, they did it on a hot day. Seems so tried to do it in January. Well, they had to do it before winter. Saying. That's what I'm saying. But hey, you know. You know I should know better. I was Here I was proud of the Midwest for holding the world record. Mm-hmm. You made it dirty. What was the previous record, does it say? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's probably much smaller. But hey, come into a uh, the Bloody Marys near you, right? Right. I wonder if they did whack it up. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. And I get the talking to from HR. <laughs> Let's move on. Shall we, Wood? We got the trash flash on the way next. And we have a young man celebrating what should have been a fantastic occasion in the wrong way. And then once cops start asking questions... I wasn't even celebrating it anyway. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale, and see where she lands. We're headed to Florida. Arizona, my friend. Desert trash? We'll take it. All right. That's where we have 29-year-old Jackson Hanley. Now, Jackson... 
He's already got a ride. In fact, he's got himself a sweet little bicycle. But Jackson also was celebrating a very important day. Now, I'll explain all that here in just a second. Okay. That's when Jackson rolled up to Kelly's Kawasaki. As you can imagine, Kelly's Kawasaki sells? Motorbikes. There you go. Well, that's when Hanley jumped off his bicycle, picked up a Kawasaki motorcycle, not like picked it up, but just leaned it up. Okay. And walked off. Oh, okay. See you later. There you go. He just started pushing the motorcycle away and down the street. Well, an employee obviously saw what was going on and said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. there's a bicycle out there and we're missing a motorcycle. I think I know where it is. So they called 911 when authorities came, showed up, said, all right, well, we're going to head down the road, see what we can do. They got nearly a mile down the road. And that's when they found Hanley laying on the ground next to a motorcycle. <laughs> he was exhausted from pushing that thing. He was. When they walked up, Hanley was wide open with officers. He says, hey, look, yeah, I absolutely took the motorcycle, but it's a celebration. Today's four months sober. Oh, good for him. And I wanted a motorcycle. Well, authorities said, well, first of all, congratulations. But second of all, that's not a good reason. That's when Hanley said, oh, yeah, by the way, I should mention, I'm super drunk. Okay. Aha. That's how you celebrate being four months sober. He said he had been into the Moscato and vodka, and he was really drunk, hence he having to lay down. The motorcycle, by the way, when he laid it down, did about $3,500 worth of damage to the exhaust because he just laid it on the ground. And, well, our gentleman, his excuse didn't work. He was taken to jail. He's facing charges. Too drunk to put the kickstand down, I guess. I guess so. It's probably just like, oh, God, it's so hot. <laughs> All right. I, we can give this one a score, Wood, for mm-hmm. show. Four months sober, I'm not going to score that. Okay. Celebrating being four months sober by having a drink, that's going to get you some points. It's not good. It's 175 points, but we got to back it up a little bit mm-hmm. because we have him going into the dealership and just walking off with a motorcycle. That's right. I'd say that's trashy. It seems like it. I'll give that 175 points. Uh, how about having a collapse down the road a piece? Not even a mile. <laughs> I'm going to give that some points. I suppose if you're drunk, though, man, it's got to be hard. I'm going to give that another 150 points. And it's Arizona, so you know it is Ooh, hot. man. I had, and then just drinking vodka in the heat. Ugh. You know he's all dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'll give that 150. Um, let's see. How about just laying it down and not putting the kickstand down? That feels trashy to me. Especially when it's not yours. That's super disrespectful. I'm going to give that 125 points right there. Um, let's see, he was drunk. That's 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was arrested. That's another 75. Right. I know I'm missing something here, though. I think that's kind of it. Okay. I mean, he was very honest with officers, so that was good. Yeah, that's that. That's not going to get... Being honest with officers will get you no points in the trash flag. Obviously no foot chase. No. Mm-hmm. He just went on to jail, feeling tired and worn out from that hot Phoenix sun. But today, Wood, I got a score for you. Our gentleman pushing the motorcycle down the side of the street to celebrate being sober for four months while he was drunk earns himself a respectable 775 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. It is now time for Back to School Prices Right. Every parent is dreading this right now. And you've got a list of things you've got to pick up for school. Man. And if you haven't got started yet, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> you are in for a poke, that's for sure. Because as you could have go ahead and guess, 
This year is the most expensive year in history for back to school for children. You don't say. Uh, families with children in elementary through high school plan on spending an average of $890 on back to school items this year. Golly. That, of course, is up $25 from last year's record of $864. If you're wondering, well, all right, you expect it to go up a little bit each year. Go back in 2009, that's what, 13 years ago, 14 yeah. years ago, the expected back to school? Was $549. So we're up almost $400 from that. God. Solid. Anyways, <laughs> while they're saying, well, what's the reason for this? Obviously, you know, there's the inflation, all that, whatever. Yeah. But more demands for laptops, tablets, calculators, smartphones, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They're expecting $15.2 billion. So I have a question here, Kelly Jordan. Yeah. Let's find some items here. All right, let's do it. Back to school prices, right? I'm ready. Now, you, like me, have paid no attention to this. I have not bought a single thing for my kids. My wife does all of this. All I see is the, like, the, the bank statement. So I have a few items here I'm going to ask you. You tell me quickly what you believe the price is. All right, let's go. Got to need them for those Scantron tests. A 24 count of number two pencils. Okay. Boy, 24 count, that should get you through... All your that should get you from kindergarten to high school. Ah, it depends if you're doing the snap game with your yeah. friends. Kids still do that. Remember when you would catch it in the knuckle? Yeah. Uh, all right. Twenty four pack of pencils, eight dollars and ninety five cents. Way high, my friend. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Three dollars and ninety nine oh. cents. My bad. Now that must have backpack. LL Bean. The LL oh, Bean backpack. How much do you think? Who's buying their kids an LL Bean backpack? I, I think uh, Jansport was the popular one yeah. in my high school. LL Bean. That's the rich kids. Well, uh, LL Bean backpack. Fifty five dollars. Too high again. Uh, Thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, man, I'm saving money. Now here we go. A four pack of three ring binders. That's gonna be cheap. Those always seem to run cheap. Okay. $4.95. Way off. Much more expensive. A four-pack of three-ring binders, $24.99. Man, you could, it's clear I've done absolutely no back-to-school shopping. No wonder my old man was lifting those from work back right. in the day, huh? <laughs> right. All right, of course, you got to keep your stuff locked up. A combination lock to throw on that locker. How much is a combination lock? A pack of two, by the way. Is it a master lock? I believe so. Pack of two. $19.95. Now you're close, but still a little too high. $16.99. I don't even know why you would need this, but it's for some kids out there. A four-pack of whiteout. What, in typing class? Just sniffing it. Yeah. All right, everyone, get out your whiteout. Time to blast off. (laughs) Oh, whoops, I didn't even guess yet. Yeah, why would you need whiteout? Uh, all right. Well, maybe they're doing their work in pen. I, I don't know. It's maybe long. it's been so long. Uh, four pack of whiteout, uh, seven ninety five. Wow, four cents off, seven dollars yeah. and ninety nine cents. I'm, I'm giving myself one. that one. And the last one, the coup de gras. Mm-hmm. The TI eighty four graphing calculator. That's gonna be an expensive one. I, I still I think when I was in high school I think the graphing calculator my mom got me was like eighty nine ninety five. All right. So I'm gonna go. I don't. I bet they've now have they gone down in price because they've gotten less expensive to make or have they gone up in price? I don't know. You got to think by today's day and age, there's probably an app. I was for say, it. could you just get an app on your phone? <laughs> X uh, equals boobs. All right. Uh, which no one in, in history knows how to use a graphing calculator. I even think the math teacher knows how to use a graphing calculator. It's just all, yeah, this side of the line is the right answer, this side is the right wrong. Yeah. Eh, whatever. I'm going to say for a Texas Instruments graphing calculator, 
They're going to get you in trade for... I'm going to go 89.95. little low, but actually it's not nearly as... Mm. This is not as... Has spiked with all the other things. Only $100. Okay. 104.99. So that's actually not... I thought it was going to be more expensive. Than that's that. what I'm going to say. Like that's about what it was back when I went to high school. And yeah. That was you know a couple more than ten years ago. Still don't understand geometry and all that stuff, but no. As you can tell by listening to the show, <laughs> I don't need it. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does, and I mean no one. It's time for maybe it's just me. Now you've maybe heard of the Antarctic Treaty before, where twelve countries all got together and decided no one can go to Antarctica. Do you guys know this, that we're not allowed to go explore Antarctica? What are they hiding? No. Well, flat earthers think. (laughs) No, this isn't about that, though, but it's kind of funny because flat earthers do think that that's because that's the ice wall. How do you know this? That holds up. Because I've watched a million videos about the flat earth. Because Kelly's talked himself into it. This is what happens when you watch enough of this junk. No, I don't. For the record... I, for the record, am not a flat earther. And for the record, this is three days in a row. Yeah. Kelly has brought up flat earth. I am not a flat <laughs> three earther. Three days as in soon a row. As we got it, I mean, they have good points. I mean, they got some <laughs> things that make you think. May I continue, yeah, gentlemen? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. The real reason why they say we can't go to Antarctica is because back in 1947, explorer Richard Byrd was ordered by the U.S. government to remain silent about what he witnessed during his Arctic assignment. In his own diary, he claims that he met an ancient underground race at the South Pole and the government decided that no one can ever find out about this. And so we must sign the Antarctic Treaty. And now no country, no body, no one is allowed to go explore there. Who came up with the treaty? This guy did? No, 12 countries did. Mm-hmm. But who started th- this guy who said he saw the aliens? Richard Byrd. No, not aliens. An ancient underground race. At the south, why? Why is that so hard to believe? <laughs> uh, because didn't yesterday you literally tell us that it got to like negative one hundred and twenty something degrees there? Yeah, but this is an ancient underground oh, race. Okay, my fault. They're living <laughs> underground where you can regulate temperatures I'm a sorry, little bit. The better. reason you asked for was stupid. All right, this just sounds like a guy who who just was delusional and goes, "Oh my god, there's underground people. We can't go see this anymore." Well, yeah, I mean, can you imagine what you would have seen if you were out down there by yourself for God knows how long? It's like when they used to. Like yeah, I do know an ancient race of underground people. <laughs> yeah. Richard Byrd told us what he saw. You should have taken this story and punted it off the side of your flat earth. <laughs> Never see it again. I am not a flat earther, for the record. Now, I, want, I, I want that. I don't want you guys to accuse me of being a flat earther anymore, please. Quit bringing up stories about flat earth. Brian, you can actually look this up. I think it actually okay. is illegal, though, to fly over the South Pole. Yep. Why is that? Well, I, I don't know. We, we, why is that? Now there are there are pictures that like people say like all right, there's actually pyramids and stuff there that have been covered by snow. But then others are like no, that's just the shadows. Of oh yeah, it's always the shadows, isn't wow. it? Uh, Antarctica is not considered a no fly zone because it is not illegal illegal to fly over Antarctica. However, there is no reason to fly over Antarctica because it is not in the way of any airports because sure. it is not an independent country. Okay. The what is it? Didn't our engineer go to South? Uh, you know the Wait, South Antarctica. Pole. Yeah, yeah, he did. But you're not allowed to go exploring. Like, you can't go past a certain point. But the, you know, ancient whatever you called it didn't come visit him. Ancient but underground I, people. I've been They're watching. in their own business. I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones lately. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the White Walkers? No. Are they there? Is that what it is? It's staying. You guys, just let me bring these facts to you and. <laughs> 
Just accept them. We're using the word fact real <laughs> loose. But that's this okay. Is, this is documented that but, it was in his diary. But no one has no one but this guy has seen this underground. Exactly, because the second he saw him, they shut it down. That that would be like you saying that you got abducted or something like that, and no one else would know. And ha- you don't think that happens? Me? Now, hold on a second. I believe in aliens. Why, then wait yeah, a second. I'm See? just saying. Why would you believe in aliens but not this? Don't we don't make we, me believe with the flat earther over here. Right? I am not. That's fine. We're done with this. I am not a flat earther. Golly. Everyone's going to think I really am. And then. In, but, hey, but they make good points. They do make good points. <laughs> you. Here we go. There's tons of people I don't believe or I don't agree with who make good points once in a while. You've never agreed with a thing I've said. Because you're not as intelligent as a flat earther. That's why. Oh, ooh, that's All right, let's move on. Oh, let's okay. move on. Right. I, this this died. This mm-hmm. died on the vine. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I did. I'll have another one for you tomorrow. And sometimes, ha, 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 maybe it's just me. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Now, this comes to us right out of Moorhead, Wood. And uh, there was a young man, a teenager, who's going to be starting his freshman year at Moorhead High School this year. His name is Connor Hulsa. Mm-hmm. Now, he's out there fishing, Lake of the Woods. He's out there with his family in the family boat, and they're doing something. Now, I'm not a big fisherman. They're doing something called walleye drifting, where I guess you put on a lure and you just let the waves take you. Okay. Something makes sense, right? Right. Well, Connor thinks that he lands a big one, so he says, boom, I set that hook, as any good fisherman would do. Start reeling. Well, as they're pulling it in, his brother goes to get the net, reaches down into the water, scoops up what they think is going to be a big fish. But it's not a big fish at all. As a matter of fact, it's a billfold. They open up the billfold, the wallet. Inside, they find $2,000 in cash. What a catch. That's right. The, the fishing done for the day, I would say. Heck yeah. Well, no. that's not. They're better people than us, Wood. Because Connor and his dad said, you know what? We should definitely find out whose wallet this is and try and get it back to him. Now, there was no ID in the wallet, but there was a business card. So through that business card, they were able to track down the person whose wallet it was. And Jim Denny was the guy whose wallet it was. Now, he said, holy cow, how did you find my wallet? I was fishing on Lake of the Woods last year when my wallet fell out of my pocket. What a great business card, by the way. <laughs> right? Jeez. Here's the thing that Jim Denny said. He went to go pay for his bill at the Lake of the Woods Resort, reached into his into his overalls for his wallet, wasn't there. Oof. He said the resort had to like float him along because he was like, guys, I don't have any money. Obviously, he lost his wallet with $2,000 sitting inside of it. Yeah. Well, so anyway, the Halsa family contacts Jim, and he drives from Iowa because that's where he's from. He drives from Iowa all the way up to Moorhead to get his wallet, and he was saying the odds of finding this wallet in, what was it, a million acres of lake, you know, 70, 70 miles long in 20 feet of water yeah, is just astronomical. So Jim hops in his car. He's like, awesome. Offers to give the Halsa family a little reward. Offers to give Connor a reward. He's like, here, you're a teenager going into high school. A little bit of cash probably help you out some. Go get wild this weekend. You think Connor took it? Probably not. Nope. Because that's a good Midwestern boy right there. Mm. He said, no, I just did what was right. You're the one who drove all the way from Iowa to pick this wallet up. I don't want a reward. Thank you. That's insane. Isn't that unbelievable? And I, I knew it was going to be good because I saw, like, Amy sent that in, Babette sent that one in. I mean, we had some a lot of yeah, people a like, lot hey, of this people. is a great story, and yeah. that did not disappoint. Now, Connor said he learned some lessons about doing things right in the world. He said, be nice to everyone and give back. We didn't work hard for the money. He did. It was his money. Huh? 
I would love, love, love to tell you I'd do the same thing. But man, right. with no ID, eh. I just hope my kid turns out to be as good of a kid as Connor is. There's good. There are great people out there. Heck Not yeah. even good. There are great people out there. They just don't get the headlines. That's good upbringing, is what that is, right Heck there. Yes, it is. Hundred percent. And what? That's why we love these stories, man. Got to. And we do them every single day in this time. So thanks to everybody who texted that one in. I love that story, and we'll do another one tomorrow. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This is Happy Hour. Kelly and Wood. It is now time for Minute to Win It, where we come up with a category and got to come up with the things inside of that category. Within one minute, the last person to get theirs out before the minute buzzer goes off wins. And, of course, we are now joined by Brian Riley because it takes three to tango. And this does. All right, what was the topic that was texted in for this today? All right, Ray reached out on the Kellywood Facebook page and said, sports movies. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Now, here's the thing. You maybe would think that this would be bad for me. I don't like sports, but I love sports movies because it's the Ooh. highlights of the game. Like, it's just... <laughs> Does I don't have to watch the game. Just, yeah, I don't actually have to watch a game. I don't have to know any of the backstory of anybody. I just get the highlights. Okay. I've, so I've, you think you're good here. I think I'm... I mean, I, I'll be able to hold my own. You don't worry about that. I have a question. Does it have to be like a sports team movie or is it can be like a sport... Because if there's a surfing movie, for example. Surfing's a sport. Is that a, is that considered a sport? If there's no like competition... We know Brian's going to say point break. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking about it. I just want to... It has to be like the main focus of the movie. Like, like it can't be like in the back. Like what's that Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon movie where it's like... For, oh, Fever Pitch? Yeah. I, I think Fever Pitch works. I was on Kelly's list, so no, that doesn't count. <laughs> I, I think we have to judge as we go because this okay. is a this is a very gray area. Yeah, because I got some Disney movies that I know you won't have on the list, but I don't know if they're going to count. Well, let's just do it. We'll judge as we go. How about that? All right. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Minute to win it. Sports movies go. Mighty Ducks. Two and three. Major League. Yeah. Now two and three. Even though three sucked. Uh, Rocky. Rocky. One, two, three, four, five. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Okay. Creed, all of them. Dang, all right. That was a ace in the hole for me. Bull Durham. Yeah. Oh, that was that. that was a good one. What about Caddyshack? Angels in the Outfield. Caddyshack 2. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Sports was the main focus. Angels in the Infield also was another one. Yeah, how about For the Love of the Game? That how about, sucked. How about Rudy? Uh, okay, yeah, that's a great one, actually. Tin Cup. The Replacements. The Legend of Bagger Vance. Mm, oh, that. that was a golf movie, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Miracle on Ice. The greatest oh, game yeah. ever played. Did anybody say Sandlot yet? No. no. The how Longest about, Yard. How about oh. Sea Biscuit? Yeah, that's a good one. Both Longest Yards, by the way. Just want. Uh, let's go with, how about Blades of Glory? Hoosiers. Oh, that's good. Uh, cool Runnings. Yes. Uh, I, Tanya. Brian's Song. The Program. Jerry McCoy. Mm. Dang it. Did I get it? I don't know who I got think Brian, it. I think you were over the buzzer. And no. My, what? I know Wood was over the buzzer yeah. for sure. But are you guys going to accept Jerry Maguire? That's not a sports movie. <laughs> no, not a he's sports a sports movie. agent. It yeah. is the main focus of the movie that he's a sports agent. A, what? <laughs> and he's trying to get Rod Tidwell yeah. to no, be on the movie. Phoenix. <laughs> you don't have to explain the plot. That's a love story. Yeah, that's... What about Jill Osgrave? Oh, Happy Gilmore. How did we not say Happy Gilmore? Yeah, we didn't How say How are anything. you not going to accept Jerry Maguire? That movie is sports through and through. If you would have said The Replacements. Mm-hmm. You, already said said, replacements. you already said The if you Replacements. Said, what's no. the other one with Al Pacino? Uh, Any given Sunday, yeah, yeah. you could have said that. That would have mm-hmm. worked. Uh, I all right, Jerry fine. Mag- Look, Jerry Maguire. If you're going to strike Jerry Maguire from the record, that's a then that's I don't a even know how this game works anymore. Uh, no one does after <laughs> your explanation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kelly Nailed it. <laughs> anyway, Wood, you and I have ourselves a day planned ahead of us. Yeah, so we are very lucky to work for a fantastic company. No per- no complaints. And Layton Broadcasting has these employee get-togethers that they schedule to raise morale. Team you know. building. Every, every company does team building. Right. And, you know, everyone comes together. You have a couple games, a little bit of food. If you're a big fan of that, they have adult beverages, the whole thing. And today mm-hmm. is out in a lake. Right. Now, I don't know which lake it is. I have the, in, the directions and everything. But it was told, like, hey, it's really important that people show up to this. Right. Fine by me. And a lot of times we don't just because it's like our day starts so early, mm-hmm. you know, So, but we want to be a part of the team. We're not like anti-latent broadcasting. Absolutely not. And so yesterday, like right after the show, Kelly, you had a, a family thing going on. You had to jet out of here. Yes, I did. So fine. I'm in here in studio doing my thing and Brian Zinzin pops in after the show. I thought maybe he was coming in to do a victory lap for being on the show yesterday. <laughs> right. Just say, hey, real quick, saw the... RVC Poulet, whatever it's called, the RSVP. Huh? Oh. How do they say it in French? I, I, I don't know. It's an acronym, so I would assume they would just say the same thing. Anyways, and he said, just want to remind you, remember, we're going to be at somebody's house tomorrow. I said, yeah, I got the, you know, I got the address and everything. He says, well, just a reminder, the entire company's not going to be there, not just... You know, the on-air staff is going to be everyone. The pretty people, as I like to say, the pretty people side of the building. Right. Just a reminder to be, you know, to maybe dial it back a little bit. Right. Well, and maybe if people don't know you outside of work, it's not that you're rude or you're really, you're, you're an enigma wrapped inside a question wrapped inside a riddle. Exactly. <laughs> Where if, if, you, if you meet Wood for the first time, you're like, oh, wow, that guy is really loud and angry and mad and... I just say the I just say what comes to my mind. And there's a lot of profanities. You you work in profanities at times. Yeah, I feel the the need to get me. And I said no problem. Totally get it. By the way, Kelly had to jet. I'll make sure I let Kelly know. I'll pass this on. Figured he was going around letting everybody in the building know on our side of the building because right. on air people are very different than salespeople. No, don't worry about it. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. You know, I, I, I don't worry. I, don't, you, and I instantly thought, oh, he's probably already told Kelly. He already told Kelly. Maybe grab Kelly on his way out. No, don't worry about it. Just, I wonder, just to give you a quick reminder, as he's like, I said, whoa, ho, 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 ho. get your blankety blank bag in here. What, was this just for me? He's, no, it's a good blanket reminder for everybody, but I just definitely wanted to make sure you heard it. Now, who, wait, who did this come from? Zenzen. Oh, our human resources guy. I'm sorry, I missed that part of the story. Corporate I blanked out for a second. Himself. Yeah. Well, would you have to understand? Salespeople operate in a different world than we do. They do. I mean, they comb their hair every day. <laughs> right. They dress nice mm-hmm. every single Our sales staff, it's like a fashion show when you go to that side of the room. And like all the clothing's clean. And the cars they drive. Fancy. Yes. So they live in a different world than you and I do. You and I are bottom rungers, man. We're hanging on by a very thin thread to society. So they're going to kind of almost slum it today. Right. They don't. They don't. You remember, this is the best. We've all seen the movie Caddyshack, right? Right. Remember they did Caddy's Day at the pool? And he got a little rowdy. And do you remember how long Caddy's Day was for? Like 45 minutes. It was 15 minutes. Yeah. It was from like 12 to 12.15. That's what today is. They... I'm not going to say whose house we're going to. Mm-mm. It's a salesperson's house. She doesn't want us. There's no way she wants us at her house. Somehow she got roped into this. I, I can't imagine. So as pre-damage control, Zenzen has to come to you and say, hey, look, these are classier people than you're used to. Dial it back a smidge. Now, see me, 
I can live in that world. Mm-hmm. I'm a chameleon when it comes to classy people. You're very... I even wore a button-up shirt today for Pete's sake. I was about to say, yeah. I look I look halfway decent today. Not bad. Thanks. So did you dress up for this event? Absolutely, I did. Crap. I see you wore your Fresh Skin Tattoos t-shirt as you've been wearing for four weeks straight. Hey, guess what? And I had the party naked one set out, and I set it back because I knew I was going to a party, didn't want to be a little too on the nose. Right. <laughs> right. That's class. I, you, so, I, you know, are you offended by Zen Zen telling you that? No, I mean, because I went home. I was outraged there for a hot minute. Went home and told my wife, and she pretty much said the exact same thing you did. Yeah. Do you blame them? Don't, please don't take offense to it. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and have fun. But you know what? I'm also going to be me. And if I'm <laughs> asked to leave early, guess what? I've been kicked out of nicer places than this. <laughs> Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Henning, Minnesota, population 860. And if you're looking for something to do this weekend, you can check out Whiskey Business performing at the Oakwood Supper Club, a cover band formed back in 2017. You might even see Mayor Robert Johnson there rocking out. And that's why Henning, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day that we put at the end of the podcast. We talked about wood, uh, hippies messing up your dinner. Is that a good way to put it? They're getting into my home. We talked about uh, me going to a poetry slam one time. Which... And I, I stress one time. Eh, maybe. <laughs> and we covered some other ground, too. You'll hear it all right now in our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. Kelly and Wood. Yeah, that's wow. perfect timing, brother. People don't know the line you just walked of the 17 things you just got done in four seconds. I keep a close heart on this. Oh, no. What? Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. Because you're mine, I walked the line. Did you just hit on me? Johnny Cash. Oh, all right. No, no don't worry. No, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> You'd be so lucky. <laughs> well, Wood, should we do this thing? We got a long day ahead of us today. That's okay. Is it's it? It's going to be a good day. All right. This is your day. Huh? This is your day. Why? It's Thursday. Oh, my favorite day of the week. Normally you it know is. What? I'm about to take Thursday back from you. Oh, I, you don't have that power. I, watch me. You better give me Friday then. Never. <laughs> Friday belongs to the people. God, what the hell are we talking about? All right. Oh, I didn't write a rap today. All right. From the dome. I, I, why did I fall so far behind today? I got. I was so far here so early. I don't know. I walked in and you were all for Klempt already. No, I wasn't. I was here at 4.15 this morning. Lies. <laughs> I was. Check the security camera. Oh, I will. I gave it the finger as I walked in. <laughs> Four security guys. Like, hey, what's that guy's problem? <laughs> all right. Come on. Let's go. I'm just going to come up with a rap in 30 seconds. Are you ready? I can't wait. I was going to say, in my 20s, I hit my peak. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot to write down a rap this morning. That's my bad. Yeesh. I, oh, you do it then. No, I, I can't. I literally, okay. I cannot rap. Until you're in my arena, don't judge my sport. There is some, there. there's like this white dude on social media and stuff. I, I've started following, Harry. Uh, yeah. He's got a like, tall, skinny white guy. And he just like, he has people give him like four words and then he freestyles with, and incorporates those words. And it's not like he puts together like four sentences and not, works in the, each word. Right. It's not like this thing that I do. No. Like it, he does it like, it blows me away every time. Like to the point, like he's so good. I think it's fake. I, I think it's got to be fake. I was, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how does he come up with this on the spot? In, unless he is just... Because I am a full-on believer 
genius comes in all shapes and forms, right? I'll, I'll agree with you. Like, if you are a high-end chef, I believe that is genius. Yes. Geniuses is in book smarts. I believe that there's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that are genius. To be able to see what's going on, process things, know what's going on. Oh, by the way, this guy right there who's 6'7", 280 pounds, and is paid $35 million a year to kill you, is coming for you. Nature over nurture. Figure it out, you know? And so like that or a ballet dancer, all these people that could do something so amazingly well, to me is genius. So maybe this guy just has been blessed. I always thought that about Eminem. I was like, there's no way Eminem writes this stuff. It's like, because sometimes, and obviously we're a country station, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But Eminem will rhyme words sometimes. I'm where I'm like, how in the world did he come up with that? Yeah, well, was it, what's that 60 minute clip where he rhymes the word orange with like 16 different right. things? And you're, how, wait a I second, know, that I know. worked. It, it just, it's insane to me. So I, so I'm always, I'm very, you know, with my kids and everything. I, I tell people, I said, hey, look, just because somebody's not good at one thing, right? Like you'll see somebody fail at one thing. Mm-hmm. They may be phenomenal at. 35 other things. So never make fun of anybody for not being able to do something because uh, that shoe going to be on the other foot here pretty soon. That's 110% correct. What's the old saying? If you ask a fish to climb a tree, you think it's stupid, right? Mm -hmm. It it can't do it. But ask it to swim. It's a different ball game. And so I just, it's fun to see peeps. And that's like one good thing about social media, seeing all those different avenues because I would never, (laughs) ever be like, oh, cool. Let's go look at some freestyle rappers. Oh, I look at freestyle rap all the time. Like, if honest to God, it. if I do go to hell, yeah. Which, what? I mean, I was an altar boy, so I think I'm pretty good. You got a 50 50 shot. I've run a, a, a muck at time or two, but I think I'm going upstairs. But if I do end up going downstairs, I imagine it, it's nothing but people reading like Def Jam poetry, slam poetry. And I'm stuck there, super glued to a chair. And I have to just take it 24 hours a day. I remember dating this girl. This is way back in the day. And she took me to a poetry night one time. Ugh. This is in uptown uh, Minneapolis. Kind of a trendy area, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'll never forget. I was like, all right, trying to impress her. Fine. Let's go see some of this poetry. I'm, I figure like I'm a fairly refined guy. I can usually find joy in anything I do. Right. So we get there. And, and you're a tumbleweed, so you'll just go along right. with everything. I'm a, I'm a doormat. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel like no one likes me, so I feel like I have to do everything they want and never do what I want. Correct. But let's save that therapy session for later. We will. So, so we get to the poetry thing, and it's exactly what you think of. It's people not even rhyming. So I'm like, wow, this kind of sucks. Like, yes. this is poetry. Mm. And it's got like that weird beat to it where they'll like read it real slow and then they'll start doing it fast and then, blah, 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 and then they go back down slow again. There's a guy in the corner playing a bongo. And I was fine with all of that when it finally hit me where I was like, I want to get the hell out of here. I went up to the quote unquote bar. I was like, I'm going to grab me a glass of wine or something like a big old glass of wine. Right, give me the give me the <laughs> bottle. I'll tell you how much I drank off the top. Let me crawl in. <laughs> so I go up to the bar and they're like, oh, no, we don't serve alcohol on poetry nights. All these people are sober. And I was like, this should be the one night you're serving alcohol. This is trash. So I was like, well, what do you have? They're like, well, we have gourmet sodas. <laughs> I was like, F you guys. I was like, this is, you have out-trend, you've out-trended yourself now. Like, <laughs> who has gourmet soda? So I was like, all right, well, what do you have? And they're like, well, we have this one that has hints of pepper in it and all this stuff. I was like, all right, give me that one. That I forgot what it was. And it was like a $9 soda. Oh, yeah. I was like, why? 
Am I here? Because like, I don't want your mind clouded to the words, <laughs> the meaning. I was like, this place is offering me absolutely nothing right now. And, and I looked at the girl that I was dating at the time, totally different when we left. Because mm-hmm. I was like, anybody who's been to this night before and came back is not someone that I have anything in common with. I know. Let's let's here's your Garmy Soto. Let's end this thing. If I'd have gotten to that door, she'd be like, We're going inside for slam poetry. I would have Sparta kicked her into that building and out of my life. Well, I was in my twenties, you know, just out on the dating scene. Lord knows we do a lot for love. Uh, absolutely. We, well, it wasn't love. Well, but you were in the pursuit of love. Could have been, who knows? Right. Who, you never know unless you try. But yeah, that's a, that's a stark red line I will and not I thought, cross. I thought maybe she was trying to look kind of trendy and impress me a little bit. So I was like, all right, we're both faking this right now, but let's go on in. Now, what is the dumbest thing you have ever done with your spouse? Like that, that Brianna, your wife, has talked you into doing. I, well, we don't have time to talk about it right now, but I got one that she wants me to do on Friday. It's not the dumbest thing. What What is your wife? We, here, we got. Is there, should we save this for? Uh, I no, because I like. I honestly, I don't know. You don't do anything you don't want to do. Well, and my wife knows that too. Like she knows that if she starts pushing me into something, I will make it so miserable for literally everyone in my orbit. I know. It's better off just leaving me alone. That is one of the things I admire about you is you are a stone when it comes to people making you do things you don't want to do. But I don't want to do any, but she doesn't want to do anything I want to do either. It's quite a life we've carved out for ourselves. It just just sounds fantastic. It really does. (laughs) She knows for a fact, once football season starts, the kid's gone. Yeah. She's allowed to do whatever she wants. She can go shop the pool boy. I don't care what you do. Just leave me alone. Well, shopping with the pool boy. Why not? Maybe he paid. <laughs> Man, we are ready to do this today. You know what I read today? Just apropos of nothing. I'm listening. August 24th, for some reason, they found is the number one day that people call in sick to work. Really? They, they don't know why. Maybe I, I'm guessing it's probably like the start of cold and flu season. Kids probably back to school in a lot Could of be. areas. Yeah. Parents of their immune system is, is not ready for it. It's wild. Like my niece has been in school down in Alabama. Yo. She's been in school for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, they go back early. All my friends in Texas, their kids are back, too. Yeah, Georgia's back in, and honestly, that kind of sucks. Yeah, well, they get out earlier, too. They do, but still. And we got to make the most of the three nice days a year that we get. But what's the matter with Labor Day to Memorial Day? But if you're in the South, you probably want to... I don't know, dude. I, I got nothing for you on this. And I'm sure there's like a great reason that they've changed that. My dad actually dropped a little knowledge on me the other day. Let's hear it. You know why they used to have summer? Because the weather got warm? No, it was be- it's because the kids used to have to come home and work the fields and stuff. Oh, so give them three months off in the summer to work the fields. So back in the day when, you know, you needed your 13 kids to plow the land because you needed food for the winter and everything. Yeah. They were having nobody show up at school because they had to stay home and work so we could live. Yeah. So they decided, to, I guess, to call summer. Now... My dad could be totally lying to me and just sense. made it up. But hey, that fits the show just absolutely yeah, perfect. It seems to fit right in. Let's we'll, go ahead and make it up. Wood, how was your day yesterday, man? My day was quite interesting as I consider myself a pretty good cook. Everybody does. I like cooking. Anyone who's ever eaten at your house considers you a good cook. I was a big fella, loved to cook. Still, now that I've dropped some weight, still like cooking. And I like cooking for my family. Mm-hmm. And I tell you right here and now, now I couldn't beat like accomplished chefs and stuff, but if you throw me on the TV show Chopped, the kid could hang. All right. All right. Now. Okay. Yesterday, watch yourself now. (laughs) 
I had a little bit of one of these chopped situations because we usually do our grocery shopping on Thursday or Friday, so we're getting a little lean around the house. Happens. And groceries are so freaking expensive Unbelievably now. expensive. I'm like, hey, we are going to use everything we possibly can. Yeah. So I'm going through. I'm like, okay, that looks like it's kind of old. Got to use that today. What do you do with capers? So Right. I'm whipping up a dish together, and I need to make a sauce. For oh, my tortellini, right? A gravy. I made some sausage. I made some uh, vegetables that we had left over. And I was going to mix with some tortellini. All sounds good to me. But you need some sauce with it. So I get everything going. And the only thing I need is milk. I go to my fridge. No milk. Oof. Now, my sister-in-law has been hanging out of the house a lot more lately, right? Mm-hmm. She's a little bit of a hippie. Okay. Now, my wife is lactose intolerant. So she, too. Dips her toe into the hippie waters. Like what, almond milk or? All that crap. Okay. I have, honest to God, I have more coffee creamers in my fridge yeah. than Starbucks has on on hand every single morning. I feel your pain. There's 37 of them. Yeah. One's like caramel. Another one is like mocha. I, I, it drives me nuts. My wife drinks a mint one that I can't stand the smell of. I have no milk, but there is a half gallon of oat milk. Okay. Which I believe is but from the oat. Don't you need the scientific properties of milk, though, to get it to do what it does? Watch your mouth. All right. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm struggling. Oh. I, had, I had stuff on the pot. My family tolerates lactose, so the, we ain't worried about it. Things are bubbling and frizzling and everything. I've got to make a call. I said, fine. What's the big deal? I add a little bit of this, threw in some sour cream as well. Right? I'm whipping this sauce together. Come on. Sounds delish. As soon as I poured that oat milk into the sausage and the vegetables and everything, I knew I'd made a mistake. What, it curdle instantly? No, just the smell instantly. I was like, that doesn't smell like milk. It didn't smell like oats? I don't know what it smelled. It smelled like disappointment. That's what it smelled like. <laughs> it smelled like pizza delivery. And my my son, who was kind of hanging out in the kitchen with me, sees me pour this in and goes, dude, that's oat milk, man. I said, yeah, I've heard that's all I got. What do you want me to do, man? Yeah. Groceries are expensive. I kind of unloaded on him a little yeah. bit. It's like, I'm just saying, man. I, you look. want lights? You want lights on in the house? We got to use this milk. And he just says, hey, that stuff tastes like feet, dude. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, fine. Shut your yap. Daddy's daddy's going to have a, something on the plate here. Right. Add a little salt to it. Oh, I season it up. A little oh, paprika yeah. for color. Oh, thank it. I'm doing the whole salt thing from way a, high. A little oregano. I didn't get a spoon out. I take a little sip of this, and I have my kind of my back turned to Everett's. Yeah. It tasted like feet. Did he see you wrenching? I was just like, Could he see that you were dry heaving over I, there? And I, you know, I took a taste, and it just, it tasted bad. Yeah. And I just kind of talked to my, I'm not eating this. Did you have, every, like, the noodles and everything in it? All no. Right? Oh, I okay. had the tortellini all done on the side. Otherwise, that would have been death con. Like, that would have been it. And I just slowly turned to the children, and I said, hey. Uh, we're not eating this. This is awful. <laughs> so nope. we're just going to have tortellini. We're well, going to be good on this. Well, olive oil on the tortellini, huh? Yeah, that's oh. exactly what we did. And but, so, I mean, it was okay, but I ruined the sausages, the vegetables, and everything because hippies are invading my home. Yeah. Well, that's you how gotta it happens. Be, you got to be careful, dude, because they, they have a great exterior, peace and love and mm -hmm. all that. But then when you dig a little too deep, you get burned by the molten lava. Now, I will be, I'll be 100% honest with you. Like the almond milk. It's not bad. Now, I can taste the difference, but it's at least moderately like, somewhat similar. Yeah. This oat milk, it, it tasted like you pressed it through a sock. Oh, 
And I have no idea if that, if that's your bag, God love you, good for you. Sure. And I imagine you're probably late for your drum circle, you know, <laughs> but go live your best life, do whatever you want to do. But hooey, ruined an entire meal last night. Now, is is oat milk for hippies or is it just lactose intolerant people? Or is it lactose intolerant hippies? I believe it's both. Okay. So if you check all those boxes, mm-hmm. you're in the oat milk aisle. Do you even have to refrigerate it? I, I, it's it's in my refrigerator. Just leave it space. on the counter and be just fine because there's nothing real in it, like a Velveeta cheese or something like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But either way, I was just like, yeesh. And I even texted my wife. I said, "Look, we've got to start labeling this stuff. Right. You know, you you guys got to keep your hippie crap somewhere else. You need to you need to put it in the garage refrigerator. They like the uh, hippies love the outdoors. Put it in the in the garage refrigerator. Right, tie it in a sack and you know tie it around a stick. Yeah, whatever you do." But up in a tree in a wet sack. Daddy needs his whole milk for his sauces. <laughs> so I was a little bummed out yesterday. It's the first time I absolutely whiffed on making a meal. It's not your fault, dude. It's the hippies. It's not my. That's exactly yeah. what I said. They don't shower. They can't tell if it's them or the milk that stinks. They, they don't know what's going on. They probably think it smells right. I'm like, no, it smells like your pores, you junk mouths. What's the I, matter with you? I bet you that milk is more expensive than regular milk, though. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> and I, I guarantee you, I probably bought it. Yeah. You know? But. Again, I, it was either that or a coffee creamer, and I don't know what those are. Because I think they have sugar in them. Uh, yeah, but I almost wonder if you couldn't have used a coffee creamer for a little sauce. No, I, I wasn't going to do that. In fact, I guarantee you, that would have been worse than this. Well, Wood, you did your best. Rob texting in, there's nothing better than good old whole milk. I, I even I can't drink whole milk. No, I can't either. It's but I can creamy. use it to cook. Uh, Natasha texts in, oat milk tastes like booty. Okay. All right. And no offense to anyone out there who loves oat milk. Good good, good for you. If, if you're so fragile, you can't take someone making fun of the milk that you like. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it in life. That sounds like somebody who drinks oat milk, though. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the emails. <laughs> All right. Should we do some history, brother? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Got the whole commune texting in at this point in time. <laughs> I would bet dollars for donuts. We don't have that many hippies listening to this show. I bet you there's a few. Uh, probably a few. Yeah. And, and welcome. Mm-hmm. We, we welcome all. I absolutely love you. Just don't bring the milk. This is a judgment-free zone. Mm-hmm. Wood, it was on this day all the way back in 1853. Boy, they got that mic all up in there, didn't they? I, that AMSR stuff, I yeah. just... Mm. Listen. This oh. is like sitting next to my son when he's eating. Like, Vincent, close your mouth. I feel like I'm in somebody's throat. Hearing that. My dad, my my son will get all mad at me when I tell him to close his mouth when he eats. He's like, fine, fine. I'm like, just close your mouth. I don't want to keep telling you all the time. I'm like, I'm trying to help you out. You know what you do? Smack him in the back of the head? No. Oh. Just reach over, stick your finger right in your mouth. <laughs> I don't, dude, I'll lose a finger. That's what I do to Andrew when she yawns. Boom. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> That's what you get for yawning. She walks out of the room and she yawns around <laughs> me now. Get a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always... It would gross me out to do something like that. And you've you've never, I don't know if you've seen my son eat, but he eats fast and there ain't no slowing down for even a finger. Go fast. He would just keep eating. <laughs> he just <laughs> chew right through it. Just. <laughs> Chicken bone in there. We went out to eat last night and he got the, we went to Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to brag or mm-hmm. anything like that, but I took the whole family to Olive Garden. Keep the breadsticks coming. And he had the tour of Italy, which... I can't finish. That's like fettuccine, lasagna, and chicken parm or something, right? Yeah, very good. Yeah. He just wolfed it down. I was like, all right, either you're going to be 100 feet tall or 100 feet wide. One of the two is going to happen. I, if I got that like now after my surgery and everything, yeah. that would be literally probably four meals for me. Right. 
That's a lot of food. I was shocked yesterday. He's a growing boy, though. He is. And he's getting super tall. You haven't seen Vincent in a while. He is like, he's like taller than me. Dios mío. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You always got to find a way, don't you? There always has to be an insult in it. thinking it. (laughs) I mean, I am only 5'8", maybe 5'9", when I first wake up in the morning. His dad's probably a true specimen. Must be. Mm -hmm. He might be beyond the Mexican basketball league. (laughs) There he is. All right. Uh, so, uh, no, not celebrating a birthday today. Also on this day back in 2007. The Atlanta Falcons are taking aim at Michael Vick's pocketbook. The team is now reportedly seeking millions of dollars from the quarterback. This after the NFL announced it was suspending Vick for uh, following a plea agreement for his role in a dogfighting ring. Michael Vick suspended without pay for his involvement in dogfighting. Now, I was working in Atlanta sports radio during that. Oh, wow. That must have been wild. Let me tell you. It was insane to see how people handled that. Yeah. And like how many people, A, made excuses for him, which is messed up. Yeah. And B, how many people just wanted to send him straight to the freaking gulags. Yeah. And he really did. He did some hard time. And some people get upset about me when I say this. I think Michael Vick has done more to stop dogfighting in this country because he became a vocal you know, proponent of it after the fact than anyone else. Honest to God, if you would have asked me two years before that, I'd have told you, no, no one dog fights. Right. This is a, this is a civilized country. Well, and then to come to find out how actually widespread it was, was really kind of sad. Well, and then even if you thought there was dog fighting, to hear the abuse yeah. that these dogs were growing, I never knew that. Like, I never knew that they would like drown these dogs. And Yeah, it was tough to hear some of that oh, stuff. I don't even like talking about it. And uh, But yeah, but hey, I give Michael credit. He served his time. Went out afterwards, tried to make amends on it. And that's that's what we want out of people, right? When well, you do something wrong, make it right. I think that we've forgotten in our society now where we're quick to judge, quick to cancel, that people do change over time. That's why when you bring up someone's tweet from right. 15 years ago, it's like, well, maybe they don't feel that way anymore. Yeah, or when they're a junior in high school and say, look right. what they said when they were 17. Well, right. you know what? And by the way, it also allows us to show an opportunity of growth. Yeah. Like how people, you're right, can change and learn from mistakes in the past versus, hey, you said this, you're the worst person alive, you can never, you know, do anything again. When they asked Mike D from the Beastie Boys about like their first album, License to Ill, which came out in like 84, maybe, Mm -hmm. somewhere back there, he was like, well, what they were like, what about all these misogynistic lyrics on there? He goes, I'm not the same person I was in my 20s. I'm 40 years older now. He's like, are you the same person you were 40 years ago? It's amazing. How people can mature, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It happens. We've forgotten about that, Wood. Uh, it was on this day back in 2021. I love that beginning. Hey! That baby on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album cover, Spencer Eldon, sues the band and others associated with that photo, claiming it caused him extreme and permanent emotional distress. And if I remember right, he lost like every single lawsuit. Yeah, he did. Because, oh, what are you out of your mind? Right. Come on. I, what a stupid. If I was him, I would have like toured the Comic Con circuit or something like that. Because who who has the Nevermind album wouldn't love an autograph from the baby on the Nevermind album? You probably pay 100, 250 bucks for that. Exactly. Make lemons out of lemonade. And, you know, and you want to talk about an iconic 
cover album. Oh, man. Absolutely. Uh, just an iconic album, mm-hmm. iconic art. Dude could have made a fortune. You, sometimes you got to play the long game. But, and think how many people are on stupid covers or you know yeah. things like that. You know, come on, man. Don't go for a cheap buck like that. Uh, Steer into it. He could have. He could have probably become a stand-up comedian or something. Well, what is he going to do? Know. Stand there buck naked? <laughs> yeah. My next trick, I will jump in this whoa, vat of water. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Take a picture of me. <laughs> All right. Uh, celebrating birthdays today. Well, well, well. The most diabolical haters this side of the Mississippi. Dave Chappelle celebrating a birthday today. Uh, maybe the best of our generation. Man, he's way younger than I thought, too. Well, because remember, he exploded, obviously, with the Chappelle show. Yeah. Then turned down. It was something at the time. It was like $50 million Comedy Central threw at him. Right. And he said no. He's talked about it a million times. That he just didn't think he could continue on at that level. And honestly, you go back and watch the Chappelle show, it was hit after hit after hit. And he's... At some point in time, it is going to run out. He was also saying, too, that $50 million wasn't enough. Like, they were making a fortune off of him, like, on DVD sales and everything. It was the best-selling uh, DVD of, like, all time. And they, they were making... And he was like, $50 million wasn't even close to what they were making off of me. And then he turned around and pushed back against Netflix. Yeah. Remember, because with the Chappelle show, they had that stuff on there. says, hey, you guys keep doing this. I'm not getting paid a cent for any of this. And then they got together with that deal where, okay, we also do some stand-up specials for us. Yeah. Cool. He got like a hundred million or something like that. Yeah. And by the way, an Ohio guy. Oh, that's right. He still lives in Ohio, doesn't he? He lives in like the middle of nowhere, Ohio. Like the him. place he lives has like two hundred people in town. That's cool. We and he lives there with his wife and family. And I bet you he can just go to town and no one even like cares. He says that. And he says it's just like, hey man, it's just there's Dave and everything like that. That's so cool. I, I just to me and I the, the one thing I truly admire about Dave Chappelle. He will dunk on everybody. Yeah. That is that is the biggest sign of a true comedic genius in my mind. Someone who is not afraid to poke fun at literally everyone. That's why I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr does it as well. I mean, you can go all the way back there. Richard Pryor was another one. I mean, it, it takes a very light touch in that, and that's what makes Chappelle Chappelle. Well, how old is old Dave Chappelle? He's got to be 52. He's only 50. Good for him. Man, just crushing it. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. I, you, there's no way you're going to know who this is by the sound clip. I've got an insatiable appetite for life and a lot more, more, more. Or do you know you're who You're fired. Of Vince, course. Vince McMahon, it's his birthday today. And you want to talk about a dude who took over the wrestling and launched it into whatever it is now. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, billionaire. Kind of a scuzzball, though, with some of the latest stuff that came out yeah, about him. Heck yeah. Uh, but he's up there. He's got to be like 78 today. Oh, you're right on the nose with hey. that one, man. Should have known. Should have known. And man alive, was that dude just swallowing steroids <laughs> there in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Dude was the size of a... <laughs> you could tell his neck was bigger than his head. Yeah, but he was he was a, such a good bad guy at times. He looked like a Mayan pyramid. Mm. All right, uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 